Hello and welcome to Tipsy VP episode 6 December 2019, a weekly show where we share tips and tricks on how to improve your social media. Tipsy VP is brought to you by Virtual Paddles Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. This week's weekly Tipsy is going to be a long one. Top 11 social media predictions for 2020. You should pay attention, everybody. Yep, yep. It's a time of the year again. And we are making predictions for the coming year. Mm-hmm. It looks as if social media is nearing saturation point. And the... Hmm. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shirt is high, sure. I, I don't know what Shirt I wrote high. about Shirt this. <laughs> anyway, but that's the... <laughs> I'm just going to skip that part. Because I don't even remember writing that. Um, the statistics actually uh, that are available to us may prove otherwise. Here's a look at top 11 social media predictions for 2020. Mm-hmm. You want to take the first one? All right, cool. All right. So the first one will be social media's growth, continuous growth, right? There's no stopping the upward trend, not for the coming year at least. Most of the growth will come from emerging markets like India and Africa. Next year's dominance will shift towards Instagram and TikTok. Unless Facebook updates itself fast, it will continue on a steeper decline curve. Instagram will quickly become the home for more brands once e-commerce on the platform is complete. So, um, yes, social media will continue to grow, but not within the same platforms. Mm-hmm. They will uh, grow uh, horizontally across TikTok, uh, Instagram, and even Snapchat, actually. Or videos yeah, kind of platform. I saw, I saw that uh, Snapchat is seeing um, a growth spike uh, in Q3 mm-hmm. this year. And if it continues, then it's a sign, it's a trend that um, especially younger people are moving away from, more more away from Facebook and more towards uh, these three platforms. TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram. Yes. And there is also, uh, it is also due to emerging markets like India and Africa Mm -hmm. finally reaching a point where they get high-speed internet and they get access to affordable mobile devices, Mm -hmm. which they will they actually cre- start creating new new accounts. Mm-hmm. So in terms of emerging market, in um, Africa is actually the final mile with emerging markets. So once that is complete, there the only one left would be what North North Korea. Um, yeah, I think that that will be most of it. The rest of the world has already it's already at that, almost at that level already. there. Yeah. So the the exponential growth will come from African region. Mm, okay. Okay. So that's the final stop. Itself, yeah. Lah. So that's where everybody is fighting towards as well. Okay. So yeah. everyone just pay, pay attention to this three platform. All right. Mm-hmm. Right. Second one, product research leans more towards social. More and more people are starting to do product research using social platforms rather than search engines. This mm-hmm. is actually something I find very interesting. It's partly due to search, the searcher's ability to adapt into mobile app, searcher's ability due to the searcher's inability to adapt mm-hmm. into mobile environment quickly. Uh, back then, when we used to do product research, we used to do use search a lot because we used to do it on desktop. Mm-hmm. When our main device became the mobile device, search engine could never actually adapt as fast. So in terms of uh, visual focus and uh, in terms of how big the icons and everything are for our thumbs, as compared to cursors and mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of that, social media is more visual focused and are able to attract users better. Although Google has just recently announced the new display network that expands into shopping. Remember, we talked about this 
there's a new display network feature that yep. includes shopping. Uh, many critics fear that it could be a little too late for Google. Mm. Um, a lot of Google's features just only until very recently has still been like a little card, a long card where you have words and then when you click... It's at the beta phase. La. It's not yeah. at the mature, emerging, like yeah. tested so phase. They were not able to move from a cursor interface to a thumb interface fast enough, whereas mm. social media is moving faster, Correct. more visual, uh, more attractive. And especially with people, like let's say in the emerging markets, right? that have not had a laptop before in their entire lives, their first computer is a mobile device, mm -hmm. they do not have the habit of using doing a mouse. product research. They don't have a habit of using doing product research using search engine. Correct, yes. They, they, don't, they don't know how to type and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, like, for example, you know how, how these days, um, how often do you open a web browser on your, on your phone these days? Rarely. It's, it happens so rarely, right? Correct, Sometimes yes. you, uh, you use your social media to discover new things, mm -hmm. right? And you use social media to find new things. You mm -hmm. use apps like YouTube to find more. Uh, let's say you want to find out about, about a product or a service. You use YouTube to find out about that product or service Correct. because you hope that someone will create a video about it. And then review the content. Yeah, there are reviews and everything. And then, and then you go to uh, maybe Facebook, right? To ask people about it. Mm. And then... So all these things happen everywhere and only then, then let, let's just say if you have to ask someone, you probably ask the Google Assistant or Siri Correct, about yes. that thing. And then only if you cannot find the information, then you go to the browser. Yes, agreed. Yes. So search, search, searching for product, uh, product research purposes has already become such a afterthought compared to social media. Mm -hmm. So brands need to focus more on putting out the content out there on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, so that the product research is done in these platforms. Correct, yeah. It's much, more it's much more rich, richer in content, yes. what, what they want. In terms more of visual reach. Um, you've got videos, you've got images, you've got narratives, audios, and everything going on. Mm -hmm. a, search is, a search will usually return text. And correct. most people don't want to read text anymore. Yeah, correct. Un unless, because I, this is what I foresee, like for instance, Google, unless they plan to skip this part, but straight away jump into audio in the future. Where the audio, when you ask Siri to search, Siri will search the content for you and they, display They are actually doing it with Google Assistant. Mm -hmm. Actually, Google Assistant uh, is competing very stiffly with, um, with Amazon's Echo mm -hmm. in terms of whenever you search for something, they will give you an answer. Yep. Um, but at the same time, they also need to take care of their legacy which is the mm. search engine correct <laughs> so this this transition will be very difficult for google um and they google now has a has a voice search engine mm -hmm. who's able to translate um voice and translate voice into text and text into voice yep correct so once he's able to do that very well then it all means. voice all voice content can be searched on google, google engine yes yeah then, then that's a breakthrough. Then yeah, then I think they're working very hard, but I think they really need to work harder because like our <laughs> our usage habit is really changing towards social. Mm -hmm. Correct, correct, agree. And if they cannot work fast enough, then once we lose the habit, then they will become irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Third one: visual and voice searches. The people at Chinese searches search giant Baidu along with Google and Amazon all agree that visual and voice search will replace text. 
Yep, very agree. Image recognition software is now available to identify what the screen is looking at and show matching products. This is also an increase in online purchases using Amazon Echo and more searches done using Google Assistant. This is especially useful for emerging markets where English isn't their native language. Instead of using non-optimized keyboards, they would instead dictate using voice. While e-commerce is starting to reap, rap, reap rewards from brands, voice shopping will take Taketh away again. <laughs> Taketh <laughs> away. I'm, trying, I'm thinking whether it's a typo. Okay. Taketh away again. Product discovery will be a looming issue as buyers have less control over what they can order via voice. Yeah, this is pretty scary. But yeah, this is pretty scary. <laughs> Let's say, for example, all right, so we did talk about visual and voice search being the thing in the future, mm -hmm. right? Uh, where Google Assistant and Amazon Echo, right? You tell, you ask them about something, then they give you an answer. So the problem here is in e-commerce, right? Let's say, for example, Amazon Echo is doing this right now. Let's say, for example, you have an Amazon account, mm -hmm. shopping account. And let's say if Lazada has the same thing. Mm -hmm. You tell, uh, hey, Alexa, buy me toothpaste, mm -hmm. right? And usually, sometimes Alexa will say, okay, uh, what brand do you want? Then they'll give you like maybe three brands to choose from, four brands to choose from. And these four brands are the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. What about the small brands? Will they ever be able to, to break through into one of the top 10 selections or top 5 selections? Who decides what brand gets to the top? Mm -hmm. Is it Amazon or is it the buyer? Mm -hmm. And if you're buying toothpaste or maybe batteries, do you care so much what brand do you buy? <laughs> you care that you get batteries that work, you yep. get batteries that last long, right? Um, you don't care whether it's Duracell or Everady or... As long as it's within my budget. As long as it's within your budget and it works. And good quality. And good quality. So when it comes to FMCG stuff like this, people are less brand conscious, brand mm -hmm. loyal. And because of that, Amazon is able to pay, no, uh, push the product's brand, mm -hmm. which the company says, okay, my brand, I will give you more percentage per item sold. So you push my brand to the wow, top. Wow, affiliate marketing. Uh. Yes. <laughs> So it becomes very dangerous because why? It pushes the ability of smaller brands to get their name out there. Pushes um, the ability of smaller brands? Smaller brands. Push it even further down. Oh, okay. okay the okay. chances of them appearing on the top yeah. selection is a lot, a lot harder. Agree, agree. Which I can see a very, like how this market is going to diverse itself really. Like, like for instance, like smaller brands, all those SME, for instance, I see all those like the handmade soap and everything. Yeah. Usually their target audience are more towards their friends and family. Yes. Like, like not business owners. Business owner will deal with business owners. Yeah. Or people like lonesome warrior who don't have yeah. friends. <laughs> lonesome warrior. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like those, I, I only trust AI. I don't have any friends in life kind of people. Okay. Yeah. But I wish to meet some people like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, those are the target audience for this group of this, uh, products. But for instance, like, like homemade soap, like we can see this market will start to divert itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think about this? But let's say, um, Let's say, for example, if Amazon's Alexa and mm -hmm. Google Assistant is where most people start shopping in mm -hmm. the next, let's say, two, three years. Correct. Right? Uh -huh. If 95% of people shop using these two things, like, for example, if I were to let you choose, mm -hmm. if you have to go to a laptop or your mobile device to buy toothpaste, mm -hmm. or you can just say, hey, Alexa, I'm running out of toothpaste. Choose for me. Choose for me. Like... Then she will ask you, how many tubes do you want? Three tubes. Okay, I'm sending it over. 
Okay, got it's it. It's that easy, right? Compared to you actually have to go to your mobile device or you have to go to a screen somewhere to go to the website, click search, on search, to, to click everything. It is a lot easier and less friction to just tell Alexa and Google Assistant to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, they get to control what brand that you goes want. into your house. Correct, yes. So, Which is very dangerous because then all these small small companies like Handmade Soaps will never be able to survive. make it to the top selection list <laughs> unless you specifically ask for it. But there is fun in shopping because you get to find things that you've never seen before. And you're like, hey, this sound, this looks good. Let mm -hmm. me try it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. So I, I really don't know how, how this will go, man. <laughs> I, I think this is a very great thing that will cause some problems in the future. Yeah, or maybe like SME are going to go into offline more than because they had to rely on other thing rather than online platform. Yeah. So, but knows? as a brand, as a brand, we think um, that to be to be to get ahead of it, you should get into uh, visual and voice search onto social. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then from there, uh, push yourself hard onto these two platforms before you are caught off guard when mm. it's already True. like mass. Uh, when it gets matured, right, and it gets. The, the thing the thing about the thing about it is that it is actually always advantageous for small companies because big companies move very slowly mm -hmm. right so if you are always five six steps ahead of the big companies you will still be able to catch the early part of the wave mm -hmm. but you need to move fast you cannot sit down and not do anything until yeah. the big companies come in and then like boom yeah <laughs> like for example like for example right here's a little bit of a spin-off it's that in the past year we are starting to realize that a lot of um big companies are starting to advertise on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. We're starting to see like uh, big companies like for example, Gucci, Prada. Um, I've been seeing some really up, upscale brands. Mini, the car brand is there. Mm, BMW right. is there. The Bugari. Yeah, Bugari is there. So then you have big, now, now you have big brands coming in. Where were they a few years ago? They never believed in social media a few <laughs> years ago, right? But now they believe in social media and they are bringing millions and millions and millions of spending dollars into social media this is this is the part where they will kill us small companies because yep. we cannot afford to compete with them and and because of that we need to move on to a new phase of advertising and uh brand awareness and the ways to promote our our brand mm -hmm. that they are not in mm. Then when we set it up when it gets matured then they will move in they, they will kill us so we have to move and then we have to move, move elsewhere so we always have to be five, six steps ahead of them. So we, con we need to constantly find for a new place of social media to... We need to constantly find a new place where the attention is mm -hmm. so that we can reach out to our customers. And voice and visual search will be the place. True, we just true. need to be there early enough. Such as podcasts. Such as podcasts, <laughs> yeah. All right. Number four, messaging on the rise. The movement towards messaging apps will continue to rise. While Facebook and Instagram transforms into a place where brands interact with users, people are seeking refuge in private chat rooms as well. This is also true because the recent introduction of apps that lean towards private chats. We've been seeing a lot of those. Instagram spun out a new app called Threads that focus on private chats among close friends. Chat apps like Slack, Discord, Telegram, WhatsApp are evolving to cater for communities as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, Brands, uh, brands can actually start beefing up their customer service platforms to prepare for this evolution. Mm -hmm. The thing now is that Facebook and Instagram started off as a place where we share 
our lives with our friends. All right, yes. Now it's becoming a place where we consume other people's content and we follow big influencers. We are no longer being social on social media, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> we are just consuming other people's content most of the time. So while that is happening, most people are moving into chat rooms where they engage most with their friends in chat rooms. Mm, but chat rooms are private areas which brands cannot get into, which is a problem. So what brands need to do, I think, is set up customer service chats where when people have anything like questions or whatever with the customers, right, uh, with, with the brands, they can easily access a person who's readily available. So such like a WhatsApp kind of thing? Kind of like a WhatsApp, WhatsApp group yeah. chat. Like, like a WhatsApp business account mm-hmm. or a messenger business account or, you know, all these kind of things where you have a representative who's ready to talk. Mm, true. And, and then when it comes to um, advertising or putting your name out on social media, you just need to create enough content that people would want to consume. Correct. Agree. Especially on messaging platforms. Especially on messaging platforms. Big yes. enough screen. Uh, this, yeah. this kind of thing. Uh. Yeah, because messaging platforms... People also share content there as well. So they actually take from Facebook or Instagram and then they share. Put it there, right? Then it becomes a conversation piece, right? So you need to be that content. Mm, true. Agree. Like, like, right. Let's say you have a very funny meme you post on Facebook. Exactly. People, don't re- re- uh, people, people don't reply. But when you post on your private group chat, people, people like, reply. Ah, it becomes, yeah, it becomes like, a conversation piece. Hi, Samantha. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this kind this of stuff. Thing. And as a content, as a brand, you need to be that content that people are talking about. Mm. And that, that includes you not just selling stuff to people but creating spark value conversation. For yeah to spark conversations that is what brands need to be now agree agree all right now fifth one continued growth on social videos social video has been steadily growing with cheaper and faster internet globally we identified above where visual and audio adoption re- replaces texting this trend will also be seen in chat rooms where people share audio and video clips rather than text Videos will be the focal point of e-commerce from 2020 onwards. As users get used from c- to, consume, to consuming this medium, they will gravitate towards a similar format with, with products. Brands will also need to see themselves as content creators and media companies. Consumers are more attached to brand values rather than product functions these days. This is because they, are expect, they expect all products to work right off the bat by default. Everything else in the, in, is in the brand mission, statement, and passion. So this one, you have to really, really move to videos. Uh. Yes. Picture, at least move to GIF. Yeah, move at to GIF, least. move to videos. Um, there is a very important um, uh, stuff thing here that, that you said, which is brands also need to see themselves as content creators and media companies. Mm-hmm. Brands cannot, can no longer be um, just selling something like a transactional thing. It has to be value creation. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not creating value, people are not talking about you and people are not talking about you, they don't know you exist. Correct. You cannot yes. just keep advertising a product and hopefully someone will buy from you. Um, this is something that all brands, not just big or small or, you know, whatever, all brands need to see themselves as mm-hmm. this right now. Yeah, correct. Because the product is just a product, but what makes people buy, it's their value. Yes. So it's like, at this point, right, consumers are saying, when I buy something from you, I expect it to work. Mm-hmm. That is a given, right? It cannot like work half the time or seventy percent of the time. It must work half hundred percent of the time. Correct. But beyond that, what else does your company or your product represent? Does it does it give like um, a certain percentage of every sale to helping community like communities that. like um, you know maybe help help uh, green peas or plant trees or these or kind climate of climate change? Yeah, climate change. 
So if it does help these things, so that is the kind of value that users align with. And when mm. they align with these values, they will want to buy from you more. Yeah, they want to they support believe, more. Yeah, they believe in the values. Correct, correct, agree. So yep. please do that. <laughs> please do that. <laughs> right, this episode of Tipsy VP is brought to you by Chop Tiang Bee Cafe at the heart of Malacca, Malaysia. Chop Tiang Bee serves, serves authentic Nyonya and fusion cuisines and is located at Jonker Street, just five minutes walk from the famous Red Square and A Famosa in Malacca City. Their most iconic dishes include the curry laksa and nasi lemak. Also equally impressive are their range of homemade cakes like the carrot cake, which uses pineapples instead of raisins. I actually love both pineapples and raisins. I hope they have <laughs> combination both in there. I've already asked Joe to put both in there. <laughs> yeah, you can try. Yeah. And okay. the Onde cheesecake, which is a must try. Onde cheesecake is the most amazing cheesecake ever. Yep, yep, Only yeah. available on weekends. Please go and try it out. Mm-hmm. If you're heading to Chop Chop Tambi, be sure to get 10% off of your entire receipt with promo code CTB10, CTB10. Mm-hmm. And if you're planning to have Christmas, uh, spend Christmas with friends and family, call them up, book a table, use the promo code for 10% off, and tell them you heard them from Tips CVP. Yep, yep. All right, next up, sixth, social commerce goes global. China has been leading this push for a few years now with e-commerce that happens in their social app. And this trend will continue to the rest of the world, possibly headed by Instagram. Once Instagram activates their e-commerce platform that connects shopping and payment, it will change the way we shop online. Yeah, <laughs> my God, I think I'm going to stick IGTory. <laughs> Anyways, that is, <laughs> that is unless someone else beats them to the punch. In a way, 2020 will be the year this happens and whichever social media company wins the race, brands need to be there to sell their products. Oh my God. <laughs> so most important thing here is it doesn't matter whether Instagram brings the e-commerce platform across the world or another company, right? Mm-hmm. What is most important is the company that is able to create that platform first and makes everybody use it. Use it. Is able to get everybody to use it because Instagram has been talking about this forever, mm-hmm. but they've always just been, you know, rolling it out very small steps and very incremental steps. And they're too slow. Mm-hmm. They're getting too Agreed. slow because they're getting too big. If a small company comes in and just bam, in the next three months, available to make it available to everybody across the world, in the whole world, mm-hmm. including any brand who's able to sell anything, mm-hmm. right? And they're able to connect all the payment systems. Anybody can just buy. They will be the one that wins the game. Correct. Yep. Agree. <sighs> will you avoid Instagram after this? <laughs> Insta story. I, well, there is no avoiding. I don't <laughs> like Instagram, but okay. it will always become the place where we um, discover new products uh-huh. possibly buy new products so I do hope that a new company comes in and challenges Instagram but at this point I don't know if anybody is I think it would be quite hard though, because the moment if they were to come in right then when people adopt to that habit Instagram will just boom here's the same one but I'm bigger come here come back to Papa exactly, now. exactly. So, so that <laughs> is a problem as well there's a lot of people are afraid of it because Instagram is even is so so much faster at reacting to competitors than they are at creating <laughs> a new new thing. Correct. So it's not as if they can't do it quick. It's just that they have no motivation to do it quick because they don't have competition. Or maybe they're, they're just the maybe they're just waiting for some you know some some scapegoat to create it so that they can you know let's let's has let's spend less time and hassle creating this thing. I I'm not surprised they're doing exactly that long. I, I think I, yeah I think they're right. <laughs> you know they're like ayah to make them saw lah. Then we just yeah 
No, 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 I think you're right. <laughs> this is exactly what they're doing, young Instagrammers. <laughs> Let's move on to number seven, AR boosts shopping further. Mm-hmm. Over the past year, we've already seen AR filters go viral a few times. Snapchat's age filter was the cause of a momentary uptick in its download rates a few months ago. Uh, while major brands are beginning to test this feature out, none of them have gone full scale yet. 2020, we'll see, a, we'll see big brands allowing us to try on new clothes and makeup colors via AR and smaller brands will start to follow suit. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of testing in the past year on um, AR and brands with AR because AR works, right? But most of the AR that goes viral are not brand stuff. It's all like fun stuff. Influencers. Yeah, or influencer fl- fun stuff. And especially now that um, all these face filters by Instagram, right? <laughs> face filters. It has gotten a lot of people are using it it's fun imagine if a brand comes in and it's available to to adapt into this very quickly mm-hmm. uh, while a lot of brands are testing it it's not something that is like global scale yet 2020 will be the time when at least two or three brands who will hit it on a global scale mm, okay do you think it will be a big brand or a small brand i think it would be a big brand big brand yeah okay because big brands are the ones because Creating AR filters is not exactly a very small budget thing. Yep, correct. Um, Agree. I don't know. Uh, I hope that a small brand is the one that takes it up. But a small brand with a very strong influencer connection. Yeah, maybe. But the ones that are starting to, uh, the ones that are testing it out and coming on news are usually big brands. Mm, okay. So maybe yes. the small brands are not making up on the news yet mm-hmm. until they launch it. But at this moment, it looks as if big brands are the ones ahead of this curve mm. on the AR filters. All right. Good luck, Sephora. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make them pretty. <laughs> right. Eight. Rise of social sea levels. There's no escaping this future. Sea levels individuals in company will need to use social platforms to understand and communicate with internal and external stakeholders. Social media can be used to listen to the public and employees. It can also be a place to humanize a brand and connect with customers. This ties back to the growth of social videos where companies need to be seen as media creators. Executives should produce lightly scripted and casual videos on a regular basis. Oh my god, I cannot I cannot imagine a C level taking selfie. <laughs> a 50-year-old girl yeah. like, oh look, let's take a Wi-Fi and still use the hashtag Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, god. Then, then you're like, wait, wait, let me use the stick. But yeah, um I think this is something that we've been talking about for a long time, where C levels need to go onto social media. It is more apparent now that LinkedIn has started to rise up again mm-hmm. and LinkedIn being a professional platform. It is pushing for executives especially to contribute more mm-hmm. onto social media. Yeah, agree. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Executive new taking selfies, yeah. you know. And if if C levels are still standing behind their brands and refusing to do it, chances are a competitor will come in. They were able to humanize their brand better and they would just eat up into your, your uh, target audience. Yeah, man. Wow. Especially with a younger crowd because if you're selling to, let's say, boomers or ex, you know, Gen X people, yes, fine, brand still works. But they're already on the decline when it comes to uh, spending power and you know, how mm-hmm. many years more do they have to spend. With you. Correct. You need to, as a brand, you need to focus on the younger generation, right? Mm-hmm. The, the millennials, the Gen Y, the Gen Z. These are the people who 
connect more with people than brands. Yeah, correct. So if you're not rebranding yourself towards to towards becoming a person, then you are not doing. You are already at the end, like end of a life. Can't cycle. connect already. Yes. Yeah, you really can't connect with the new generation. <laughs> wow! Oh my God! Can you imagine like? Najib selfie <laughs> life. <laughs> How many? He's been doing that what, before. <laughs> like like all the all the trash talk. <laughs> He's been doing that before. Sian <laughs> or Doctor Mahade. Yeah. Well, um, uh, they had a they had an article where, uh, Mahade and the wife went out for a date. Uh huh. And they had this one article with pictures and everything. It's, that's one of those things like humanizing the prime minister. <laughs> Simple enough. Yeah. <sighs> Number nine. Disrupt. Disruption of the advertising duopoly. Back when search engines were the king of the hill, Google was the only advertising platform to be seen in it. Back when social media was the king of the hill, Facebook was the place <laughs> to advertise in. In 2020, attention and spending will continue to move into e-commerce platforms like Amazon and Alibaba and their subsidiaries. Part of Alibaba's subsidiaries is actually Lazada. Mm-hmm. Yep. Social media attention is also starting to shift to Snapchat and TikTok, potentially moving ads money away from Facebook. Brands should start experimenting advertising on these platforms next year so they are able to ride the wave when it starts to peak. <laughs> right? So most, like uh, we were saying just now, right? the big money now is going into Facebook and Instagram. Yep. That means small, uh, big money meaning money from big companies. Small money needs to get out from Facebook and Instagram and go into other platforms like mm. TikTok, uh, Snapchat, Snapchat and even uh, uh, Twitter as well and when you go in there you may not be able to make a lot of money at this point of time but it, you take the time to learn how the, the, user the platform behavior. works how the user behavior works how to get to them because every platform it behaves very differently yep agree very agree but then when the most of, when the peak of mass of the attention goes into these platforms you already have the knowledge to advertise. You have the brand awareness. You, you know what's the do's and don'ts, the, the yeah, unspoken rule. Exactly. You know everything that needs to be done. And then all you need to do is just bam, bam, bam. Your effectiveness is there. Your efficiency is there. Everything is very good. Yeah, agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Please move faster because <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Really not easy. Or at least start something small first. Yeah. All right, next up. Website UIs will evolve again. <laughs> Today, it just isn't enough to have videos and images on your mobile responsive websites. They need to be interactive. Think Apple's iPhones that gets further away as you scroll down. Think feature cards that move in and out of the screen as you progress down the website. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I've been seeing a lot of really, really web-focused, uh, sorry, mobile-focused websites that totally do not look like a website at all. Mm-hmm. It's very interactive, very simple, very interactive. Like for example, um, if you go to iPhones, Apple iPhones website, right? What you do is when you go in, you get to see like a very like a very zoomed in version of what the wallpaper looks like. Uh-huh. As you scroll, it starts to shrink, 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 shrink smaller, shrink, and then goes to another one. And then you get to see the full phone, right? Then you move into the features and everything on the phone. Then sometimes when you scroll down, some of these websites, right? When you scroll down, as you scroll, these cards move in. Move side in, come yeah. in. But they don't come in like automatic animation. As you, the more you scroll, it moves in. As you scroll back up, right? It, it moves, moves up out. again. So you get to control what you want to see. The animation of that certain thing. Ah, okay, okay. That's so it's very customizer. Yeah, it's very interactive. And 
I think it catches my attention a lot more than um, typical website style. Yeah, because it's we we've seen all the the cut the the usual style quite yeah. often already. Yeah. So all this new 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 kind of method, it's very how's it eye catchy for us. Very eye catchy, yes. And one more thing about website UI is that based on our experience, right, whenever we work with clients to build websites, they always always look at desktop UIs. <laughs> yeah. And no matter how we remind them that it doesn't matter because 80% of people will see your website using a mobile device, they still keep asking us to build based on a desktop UI. How old are their clients? How old is them? How usually, are they? Usually older. <laughs> la. oh, that's why. La. 40s, 40s. Yeah. Um, um, so for I'm brands, sure. I just want to say that uh, when you build website from now on, do not build for desktop, build for mobile. Mm. It may look very fancy on desktop, all the multiple cards on the side and everything like that. But once it goes to mobile, it will just look the same. Mm. Just one card over the other. So you might as well focus your attention on building animations for mobile instead of doing all this fancy desktop stuff. Correct, correct. Just just know, just take yourself as an example. How often do you hold the phone versus how often you hold your desktop? Exactly. You know the answer. Exactly. And multiply that by the world population. Exactly. There you got your number. <laughs> all right, 11. More regulations on social. Fake news, abuse, and the lot will not likely reduce in the coming year. But 2020 will be the year companies finally take control of the narratives. We will see more regulations being tested and implemented across the board, which will severe, severely limit what we can see and what cannot say online as brand. In some regions, cultural sensitivity will also dictate how creative you can be with content and ads because the public crucifixion on your brand can be more damning than any regulations. Wow, it means it's gonna have, we're going to have a law, like social law. Yes. <laughs> Digital this, social law. This will be it. This will be the year. To, uh, 2020 will be the year when social media and um, all these companies, right, start to prop, catch up with the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think social media and the internet has been lawless most of the time for the, for the past decade. And finally, in 2020, social media, big companies like tech companies are able to catch up and we will see a lot of regulations come in. Mm-hmm, agreed. Like for example, um, you know Facebook, right? When we run ads for lead generation mm-hmm. in the form, we've always been able to put a function that lets people fill in what's their age. Yeah. Right. Yesterday, I was running a refresh ad with the same, same lead generation form that I've used before. Because the client requested for mm-hmm. their age to be put in. All my ads was not approved. Oh, because of that one. Because of that one thing. But but knowing Facebook, they will tell you that your ad is not approved and ask you to check, <laughs> look for the, the guideline, but they never tell you exactly why your ad is not approved. Uh, yeah. Again. <laughs> so I had to spend half a day to try to figure out why the ad was not approved. And then I found out that the problem was in the age. The age. So when I created a new form, removed the age, everything was approved. So I had to, you have no idea the trouble. I had to go through, I had to change the, the uh, captions uh-huh. because I'm afraid that the captions might, you know, the, the automation might flag it as uh, inappropriate. Inappropriate or, or very salesy or the images may be owned by someone else. I get change that as well. Mm-hmm. So I changed so many things and it was just the age thing. If only <laughs> Facebook had this simple feature that lets us know exactly what 
feature we need to, you know? <laughs> like the algorithm detect that really. Like I think they used to have that one, isn't it? No, they then never had that. Facebook they, never had that. They had that function like, okay, they tell you where you had problem one. That was only when you're creating the ad, they will tell you like, uh, this not feel properly, that not feel yeah, properly. Yeah. But if you have an error that causes your ad to not be approved, then you don't Apparently. have, you just have to go back through the guideline and figure it out yourself. Okay. So if only Facebook, instead of spending so much time and money on that Liam bot, Chatbot. <laughs> the chatbot. Instead of that, they would have done this. I think Facebook would have been a better place <laughs> now. <sighs> oh, well. Right. So just to recap on this week's Weekly Tipsy, it was a long one. Uh, top 11 social media predictions for 2020. Mm-hmm. The first one, social media will continue to grow uh, primarily across the new platforms and also uh, from emerging markets like India and Africa. Number two, product research leans more towards social mm-hmm. where people use less search engine to look for product uh, to find out stuff about product and more using social media number three visual and voice search uh, search will move towards visual and voice they will do less text and more visual and voice right number four messaging is on the rise as brands take over public social media like facebook and instagram people are going into private chat rooms to mm-hmm. engage with each other number five continued growth of social video where everybody will need to create more videos, e-commerce videos, and all kinds of social videos in order to continue to engage with your users. Mm -hmm. Number six, social commerce goes global, uh, where companies will start to use, uh, will start to meld social media with commerce in a sense that within the same platform, you can search for products and buy buy products as well instead of having to go out into a website to buy it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number seven, AR boost shopping further. We have been using AR for, uh, for a very long time and it's been very viral and very good. Problem here is that brands have still not gotten into the AR game yet. 2020 will be the year where brands go into it, where we can test you know, t-shirts, clothing, makeup and everything on AR and then we can buy within that social platform itself. <laughs> the entire emergence, you can see the emergence happening, the convergence yeah. of everything. Number eight, number eight is the rise of social sea levels because LinkedIn is starting to get the hype and because it's a professional platform, as a sea level executive, you need to go social. Uh, don't hide behind your brand anymore <laughs> because the young generation needs to see a brand humanized. Uh, number nine, disruption of advertising duopoly where we will see uh, Facebook and Google, their advertising duopoly be disrupted by the likes of Snapchat, TikTok, and also e-commerce platforms like Amazon and Alibaba and their subsidiaries mm-hmm. doing Lazada as well. Number 10, website UIs will evolve again. So all those um, websites that you built in the past five years, six years, it's time to relook at a new theme and change mobile it. Responsive. Make sure it is mobile responsive. Not only mobile responsive, it's mobile centric, meaning don't build for desktop, build for mobile first. Screw desktop. Screw desktop. <laughs> Nobody's going to use desktop anymore. Number 11, more regulations on social. 2020 will also be the year where social media and technology companies start to set up a lot of heavy regulation to protect themselves and the users against the trolls, the abusers, and hackers, and all these kind of people. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. All this is going to happen in 2020. It's going to be a big year. Mm-hmm. All right. So, right. Gambate. Gambate. Uh, TCVP Podcast is a part of Social Media Weekly. It's available on NKFM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. 
Our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Social Media Weekly episode... Uh, wait. What's it again? Episode 16. November 2019. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. Au revoir. Sayonara.